What's the longest you've gone without a shower? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. A uh, week? Okay, that's not too bad. It's not too that's bad. a guess. I think the worst one we've had so far is two months. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking back to sort of studenty childhood <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah. times, but I don't think any of them that. <laughs> And that's what we're trying to do is a smaller number of clients no tickets and just enjoy what well, our strap line is enjoy the journey okay uh, welcome to another episode of business on a beanbag this week we are joined with the wonderful neil wattam good morning and he's going to give us a brief intro to himself, what he does, what makes him tick. Um, but predominantly, Neil um, works in wealth management. But I'm going to hand that over to him now to give us more of a an in-depth dive. Thank you, Adam. Um, so, yes, Neil Wattam. Um, I started uh, the business uh, a few years ago now. But prior to that, um, I, I still am a chartered accountant. So um, I'm actually in my third um business role career whatever you want to call it um so it's been a varied journey which i really love mm -hmm. and my wife does think well, how, how do you keep doing that and it's like <laughs> i don't want to keep doing it but it's just the way it's gone mm -hmm. there's this weird sort of like uh stereotype around accountancy because my wife's an accountant okay okay whenever you introduce her as this is my wife yeah she's an accountant you get Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. We, we've just redone our bios for our brochure at work, and uh, I think we wrote each other's to try and give it oh, a slightly okay. different flavour. Oh. And one of the points in there, I can't remember who wrote mine, they did say, despite being an accountant, he's actually quite good fun. <laughs> so yeah, there is definitely a stereotype about that, but yeah. I like to think I'm not stereotypical. Well, hopefully in this am. episode, people might have a, a new revitalised image of accounting. Indeed, yes. <laughs> So um, you'll see you transitioned into the wealth management side yep. of things. How did that come around for you? So it was, I think, Christmas 17, 2017 or so. I sat in my brother's house and he was talking about maybe starting a business. And I was thinking, how do I get in? Um, and it transpired that they wouldn't need a Neil in my old guys. So I was a bit like, still, how do I get in? Um, and then we talked about it more and I thought, actually, yeah, I'm in. What do I do? So I quit. So basically the story came from my brother, some friends. Um, and then in the April of 2018, after my daughter's paternity leave finished, I quit the day after, okay. went back, adios, did my notice. Summer of 18, I remember it fondly, was one of the hottest summers for a long time. Mm -hmm. I sat in my room studying. So basically studied to get the exams to do the uh, financial planning. So life, yeah. Um, as if I needed more exams after doing a lot <laughs> in the past. And uh, so so then basically got ready. And then we, as the four of us, started to get the business ready. So mm. it's kind of a, oh, new business. How do I get involved? Because the chance to one, work with my brother, I haven't done that before. Mm -hmm. before, And the chance to do something like that, I thought, well, it's, one, it's once in a lifetime, perhaps not. But, you know, yeah, a chance that I couldn't turn down. Yeah, yeah. So what's it like working with your brother it's really good it is any i mean you might not expect me to say anything different but <laughs> it is really good um we do work on different parts of the business so we have our own things um and because there's a team we it's not just me and him you know yeah, so yeah. 
Um, it's not like we're in each other's faces all the time, but we've always gone on, you know, there's two years and a day between us and oh, wow. weirdly just been close all the way through our lives. Um, but we hadn't worked together, so it was still okay. an unknown test. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I think because we do our own thing broadly and we've always got on, it still works. Yeah, and there's no sort of risk of clashes there, I guess. No, I mean, yeah. there is, I guess, an element of... Um, because we run a business and we want it to succeed and want each yeah. other to succeed, there's always a little bit yeah. of kind of friendly poking or friendly, yeah, yeah. you know, pushing. Well, that's but, natural, right, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's good. Um, but absolutely no, nothing on the line. It's really mm -hmm. good. So absolutely enjoy it. It's, it's, it's great. great. I mean, they always say, don't they, like, never work with family. That's, yeah. that's the big no-no. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great that you've got the relationship with your brother. Um, is, is it quite a close-knit team then, obviously, working with your brother and the other... Yes, yes. So there's now seven of us at the moment. There right. was four that started of started it. So me, brother, and mm -hmm. Tim and Adrian, and um, they those three knew each other much better than I knew them. But right. we did know each other. Clearly, my brother. Yeah. Um. So, but it's very close. And then we brought some extra guys and girls into the team. Um. But it's still a small team. Yeah. And you know we're in the office quite a lot. We love being in there. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we do genuinely want to build it for the good of our clients and us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a collective thing for the future. So, yeah, it is It is a close-knit team. That's really, really good. So you've sort of spoken a little bit about your journey into the financial planning, wealth management kind of things. Yeah. What was the key crux for you, I guess, in making the decision to start your own business? Was it just a conversation with your brother that sort of snowballed? Is it something you've always wanted to do? Um, I think it's probably the snowball side. I have I always wanted to do it? I'm not sure I have. Um, and my dad was always self-employed, ran his own business, but he was kind of a solo consultant type thing sure. rather than a business in a, in a sense. Yeah. Um, so it's not like I looked up to him thinking I want to re replicate that. However, it might well have been there as a bit of a seed. Um, sure. But I've always been in corporate life. I've worked in FTSE 100, 250 massive businesses. So to go from my last place was 80,000 people mm -hmm. to four. <laughs> it was quite a difference. Bit of but, a culture shock. You know, yeah. But I think it was the opportunity to run and have the um, ability to control and set our destiny, yeah. you know, rather than just being beholden to the paymasters. Yeah. So it was an opportunity that felt too good to miss, okay. um, even though I hadn't worked in the industry. Yeah, yeah. Was that quite daunting? Um, I didn't actually feel it, I think, because I was just up for it and okay. excited. The adrenaline and, was... Yeah. yeah, and the chance to do it, it was like, all right, let's just make it happen. And so daunting to an, to an extent, and particularly because the others were in the industry. Yeah. So I was a newbie. Um, so there was an element of extra pressure, I guess, on myself that okay. I'd put on myself at least. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't daunting. It was just, yeah, let's go. Let's get on with it. Interesting. It's a really good outlook to have, I guess. Like... <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, what else can I do? I mean, yeah. don't want to dwell on the negatives. It's yeah, an opportunity yeah. Yeah. to hopefully set the future up for my family and us as a wider family as well. Mm -hmm. you know? What were some of the biggest problems you faced in those early days of starting that business? Um, I guess it was getting clients. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, because the others have worked in the industry, they had something to think about, to aim at. Mm -hmm. um, they've been there before to a degree, but obviously not on our own. Okay. Um, but, and we'd never run our own business. So it was a, you know, there was four of us. So there's four mouths to feed yeah. effectively from day one. Um, we have nothing. So building it, getting going, uh, and, you know, it's just the right, right, go. Yeah. 
so it was a mixture of stuff not nothing felt overwhelming it Uh didn't it it felt we could do it but you know we launched in april 20 yeah so we're in lockdown um (laughs) so it was and that was because the fca said yes when they did so the financial conduct authority so before before they said yes we couldn't do anything so it's case that they said yes off we go so we had lockdown to contend with (laughs) teams and zoom and all that oh, stuff which yeah. was new for most people but we were ready so as a business we were ready to go mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh how do we do this it was we're ready so played into our hands to a degree but okay. the pandemic clearly is we were all learning what to do how to do what yeah. can we do yeah and i think we all learn a hell of a lot that yeah. there's more than one way of doing things as well i think looking back now a lot of businesses are actually going okay if there's one thing the pandemic proved, yeah. it's that actually we don't have to do things the way we've always been doing them. Particularly in our industry and many as well, it was a expectation you'd go and see people yeah. physically in the houses and then you couldn't. And mm-hmm. it, often people didn't want you to. So yeah, it changed our industry massively. Yeah. But I know of other of our peers, I suppose, you know, lugging big desktop computers home and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Whereas with us, we were ready at home on laptops. So it kind of played into our hands to a degree, but clearly didn't plan it. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a lucky find. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But equally, you had to make the most of it and yeah. prove that we were ready and just go and, yeah. and, and get those clients on board. Okay, the, I think one of the hardest things when you do set up a business, like you said, is, is finding those initial clients, isn't it? Because when you're starting at that point, you have no sort of reputation, no yep. authority, no sort of, hey, look at how good we are. Yeah. How did you pursue new clients? How did you win them over? Um, and I guess adding to that, particularly for me, because I didn't have yeah. that industry background at all. Yeah. Um, but I've got a different network to the others, as in mine's a corporate network, mm-hmm. effectively, whereas they have network of other salespeople, other peers, really. Okay. So from a from a networking position, I was quite in a different place. In my view, stronger because it was not the same. Yeah. So I approached it from a get networking, get out there, albeit physically not happening, mm-hmm. physically, but on Zoom, all on that stuff. So embracing, I guess, the the way the world was um, mm-hmm. in terms of being very much online, um, but playing to the strengths of the team. So it wasn't just me. Yeah. It was four of us. And we all had our strengths, all had different backgrounds to a degree. Uh, and you can go, look, we're new, we're ready, we're online, we're regulated, all the, you know, all the credentials mm-hmm, were there. Mm-hmm. It's just as a business, you yeah. know, new. Yeah. So collectively, whatever, 80 odd years of financial services, it's just as a business, yeah. we're new. Yeah. So the experience is there, but not under the name that you were sort of yeah. now under, I guess. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of just showing, look, we are here. We're, we know what we're doing. Yeah. It's just the business is brand new. Yeah. 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 Um, but I still, when you're talking about people's life savings, that's, that's <laughs> a big hurdle to get people over mentally, perhaps more than anything else. Yeah. 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 Did you find it easier once you'd got the first few? Yes. Got a few of those case studies together or a few examples of what you'd done. Was it then a little bit easier going forward? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so in September 20, we moved into our offices, which was way ahead of schedule. But it was off the back of our our rise and number of clients grew much quicker than we dared expect. So we got into year, so we had a five-year business plan. Yeah. And we were in year five effectively within our first year. Wow or 18 months at least so it flew so yes so it did snowball and i think Mm -hmm. oh you've come in oh ah that's interesting and Mm -hmm. word of mouth did work um and even people that we hadn't worked with before yeah went oh you're now on your own you're independent yeah great i'm in 
so it's as if some people watching from the sidelines, mm-hmm. almost waiting. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a strange one, isn't it? Because these these bigger corporate companies um, versus your smaller independents. I think a lot of people are warming to the smaller businesses these days. Yeah. Um, so working as a marketing agency, obviously we work with quite a few different types of businesses, mm. um, but it's always the smaller ones that tend to, I don't know, just captivate their audiences a little bit more. Yeah. And yeah. people like working with people at the end of the day. And if you've got a small team, indeed, you've got some great values, they're going to work with you at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, you know, and they can call and they can come. You know, it's not a come and see my secretary type yes. stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know, we're open and open for business. Yeah. And you're right. People, I think, warm to that. Yes. Having said that, some people equally like the PLC thing. And, yeah, oh, of course. You know, if you want to yeah. buy that, fine. Yeah. Um, they're not for us then. You know, exactly. We're not for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were putting a, a few newsletters together and, and we were developing sort of like altitudes brand guidelines hmm. uh, a couple of months ago. And we wanted to sort of push the boundaries a little bit add a little bit of humor in there maybe be a little bit on the edge yeah um but not be offensive and we had a discussion and it was basically around is this going to put some people off yeah and we sort of sat there and pondered for him and went well if it does those aren't the clients that we necessarily want to work with yeah we want to work with people that are like us and have similar interests similar values similar outlooks i guess it's the same for you guys yeah like i said you know when we've been redoing our brochure rewriting the bios and stuff it's actually we don't need that stuff we had before mm-hmm. it's actually a bit more us yes uh, yeah. and it's kind of open and honest rather than neil is this da, 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 da. yeah it's all so, the fluffy stuff that doesn't actually mean much no. you know it's no so yeah people do buy from people and you yeah. know there's a we're a small team we're really experienced and that's what people can are buying yes not yeah. some blurb you know yeah. What's been the sort of highlight, I guess, of the journey so far for you from a personal or business perspective? I think uh, personally, it's been um, I've got a big client book already mm-hmm. and I, I can do it. And okay. I've succeeded in that sense because I hadn't done it before. Yeah. But actually, yeah. So that for personally, I think, is my biggest achievement. Having, like I said, a third role, third industry yeah um and yeah I'm, I'm by no means there up there at the top but i I've, i'm getting there and yeah. i'm so proud that i've done that but as a business i'm so proud of where we got to mm-hmm. um and it's not about numbers it's about our the feel of the business and okay yeah. genuinely wanting to go in mm-hmm. loving being there loving working with clients yeah. and we have a, a a rule one violation which is i won't swear but it basically means, oh no go for it uh, well it's not actually it's no dickheads we've so got the same thing bad. in our brand guide yeah. so well, it's worded a little bit different as is don't be a dick yeah but. so it's kind of you know su- suppliers partners clients team members yeah you know if you're a rule wrong violation for whatever reason no okay um so that's been a bit of a mantra at the heart of what we're trying do you have a few to red do? flags that you look out for yeah. yeah 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 and and you know like i said about if people read and they think i don't like that or don't get it well yeah it doesn't mean they're all one, but <laughs> the you know, if they do, yeah, and if they're expecting certain things, yeah. then that's we're just not that. So I think it's a great position to be in when you get to that point, because I guess when a business is in those early days, you sort of take on whomever yes. you can at that point, and then as you do grow, you do develop that authority and that reputation, and you can start yeah. actually we can start to choose selectively, I guess, yeah. a little bit more about who we want to work with and yeah. what those clients need to match up with in terms of our values and our way of working. Yeah. And it's easier said than done because there is a, it's not a rule, but you know, yeah. um, 
but it might be that those things develop mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. might be oh now they're almost becoming but i dare say our client books are lovely they're lovely people yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you want if someone rings me i want to go great i'll talk to them i don't want to think oh no sadly <laughs> you know it's i want to speak to people yeah. and i want to have a relationship where they'll think they can ring neil whenever for a chat it doesn't yeah. whatever yeah. it is we need that relationship because you know we're a young business a young team and we want to be here for the next what, 20 years or whatever mm-hmm. and it's those relationships that will define that as well yeah and make that happen at the end of the day yeah if you're cold and disconnected yeah it's no good um, no. you've got to have those relationships and i guess as well for you from from your perspective the better you know your clients, even yep. their background, what they do as a hobby, what family have they got, yep. you can better advise, better help, and basically give them a better service. 100%. And that's what we're trying to do, is a smaller number of clients, no tickets, and just enjoy, <laughs> well, our strap line is enjoy the journey. Okay. Um, and it's generally that. We want people to enjoy working with us. Oh, it okay. is a rela- you know, working relationship, yeah, but yeah. we go to people's homes, we know intimate details about stuff and people <laughs> that maybe their family don't know oh, okay. you know so it's really it's such a treasured relationship it's that i'd sound like i'm using buzzwords buzzwords yeah. you know it, <laughs> it genuinely is yeah and you know yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right the better yeah. we know people the better the relationship is Definitely. the better we should be able to do for them yeah you see it's, it's using that word family isn't it and i think a lot of businesses use that word family and it has become this sort of it has become a buzzword i think yeah in the business yeah. sectors but I think when you use it correctly and in an endearing way, yeah, you can get away with using it, I think, if yeah. you do work with people on that level. Yes. Um, it's when you see the likes of, and if you've ever ordered anything online mm. from a big clothing company, for example, and you've got an email yeah. seven minutes later, welcome to the family. Yeah. No, I've bought yeah. a t-shirt off you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not your nephew. Um, but when you do work with people on a, on a close personal level. Indeed. I yeah, it's genuinely a... that. It's not yeah. that auto email. Yeah. yeah. Like you just said. Yeah. That's good. What, I guess this is a really difficult question. And if you have to think about it, feel free. But what does success mean to you on a personal level? And I guess on a business level? I think they're pretty intertwined. Mm-hmm. But personally, I guess, you know, as I said earlier, two young kids... Uh, and and my and my wife as well. So I'm so keen to give them the best footing for uh, the future. Okay. Uh, and them, including my wife, on the basis that she supported me a lot through this business journey already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to absolutely pay that back. Essentially, okay. uh, I hope I hope I did anyway. But you know, even <laughs> yeah. more so because we've now got more flexibility yeah. as a family. You know, pre Christmas going to two nativities for the first time since because my kids That's started lovely. school post covid yeah so go to nativities and choirs and all that stuff yeah it's like we do that and i want to support them and I, and you know that's so i want to build the business to allow or to continue sure. to allow that so personally success looks like being there for my kids particularly uh and giving them the flexibility to do what they want to do mm-hmm, effectively mm-hmm. over the long term mm-hmm. um but that is backed up by having a successful business which yeah. we are yeah but continuing to grow that and enjoy it you know, I don't want to be that stressed dad that's, <laughs> that's getting home going, Ugh, and, you know, I want to be, as best I can, a a, a fun dad, I think everyone <laughs> does, but, you know, someone yeah. they look up to, but respect and know that he's there, sure. um, but it's backed by a business that is successful, works mm-hmm. with good people, 
and there for the long term. Mm -hmm. So they are intertwined. Um, And I think more so than when I was in the corporate world where it felt like I was on the corporate treadmill. Mm -hmm. I was. Mm -hmm. And I kind of enjoyed it. But actually now looking back, it's like, I'm glad I've moved on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, I guess you can also look back now and think, actually, I've taken quite a lot away from that. Absolutely. And I've used it for my own business and yep. that's my own benefit. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the stuff, because I was a an accountant within the corporate world, I've brought a lot of that into our business. So we, we run financially quite different perhaps to some SMEs because of me. Okay. I don't say it's always better, but you know, the stuff <laughs> I do, I think most probably don't do because they don't have me. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Interesting. So moving on from that, or I guess following on from that question around success is what do you think it takes to be successful? Um, I think drive. I mean, I'm pretty driven mm-hmm. and I'm competitive. I'm not sure you have to be, but I think you just have to have a, some drive in you there to sure. to work through those lows and the highs and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think most people are business owners have to be driven because mm-hmm. you have those good and bad times yeah. and you got to get through it and think I I'm on my journey. I can see the future and I'm still going, yeah. um, especially through recent years. It's even more so. So I think you've got to be driven yeah. um, and good at what you do. You know, it's no point being driven if you can't <laughs> do a good job as well. So it's a, there's, oh, there's a myriad of things, I guess, but yeah. I think having that, yeah. that passion to keep going, to drive and, you know, take risks. So the driv- my driven yeah, nature yeah. I've changed, like I've said, and that's that's not without risk. Mm-hmm. But it's because I can see ahead and think ahead and be willing. Would um, you consider yourself a bit of a risk taker or is that something that you've sort of developed as you've sort of grown this business? Um, yeah, I'm probably, I've yeah, it's probably that latter. I think I've, I've developed it mm-hmm. more, but it is because I've got a, a, found, a sound footing uh-huh. in that family and support around me and all that. So it's not, because of me it's because of what i've got exactly. around um but yeah so I've, i probably am more of a risk taker than i was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i'm certainly not a go and jump off things and you know <laughs> i'm in a sense of that risk i'm not there yeah. but i'm willing yeah. to take those calculated risks that will for the betterment of me sure. and family you know yeah and friends or whatever that is <laughs> absolutely it's um it's a little bit similar in our office um i think i'm quite similar in that respect but um Tom did come through the other day and he says, who wants to jump out of a plane for charity? And two of them put their hands straight up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was two of us with our arms firmly by our waist. Uh-huh. And uh, it turns out that uh, it's not just jumping out of a plane, it's actually sitting on top of it. Okay, um, okay. But yes, yeah, so I think it's, <laughs> the hands went up a little bit too quickly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah those, those calculated risks, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that any business owner... Uh, like you say, with that support mm. and the calculation, and I guess you feel able to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. Like I said, when I resigned post paternity, interesting time to resign, mm-hmm. having had a, a bigger family and stuff. But it's because I I could see, you know, I, or could see the potential. Yeah. Um, but I'd created the opportunity ultimately as well. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't a right. I'm off. Good luck, family. It was. <laughs> I'm. You know. I'm ready to support this. I can see what might happen. Yeah. Definitely. Um. What does, or how, I guess, how important is marketing to your business? It's it's a growing importance. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I think at the beginning, uh, I was the marketing machine because the other guys 
predominantly were thinking about what they've done before and how to sort of replicate and that sort of stuff. Okay. Whereas I was thinking, I've got no clients. Yeah. I've not done this. All right, I've got to build the brand of Neil further, got to build the brand of WKM mm -hmm. because again, we're new kids on the block. Yeah. No one's heard of us, no one's seen us. So marketing is definitely important and it, but it's got more important okay. and it's got more important as well because despite our phenomenal growth we want to keep it going mm -hmm. so it's not like oh that was good wasn't it done no no mm -hmm. we still want to grow yeah and we're keen to build the brand and the image to gr make that growth what we want in terms of yeah. clients and yeah. that sort of stuff so the marketing reinforces who we are what we're trying to do sure. um so yeah it is and, and you know we've changed tack from doing a lot ourselves mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this might be common i don't know whichever but mm -hmm. you know to actually engaging with professionals yeah to because you know we write a weekly blog okay and uh we've done that since we started so now we're what nearly three years in so it's i don't know we've done a hundred and whatever blogs and it's written by us mm -hmm. every week and that's something we've been we want to keep going okay. and actually we think it's almost a bit unique from a we're doing it ourselves yeah and yeah. it's content from us um yeah. but it's what we're doing with it so yeah. you know we've now gone oh we should repurpose and so we're learning as well yeah yeah you know? and there's always that temptation i guess when you are a little bit wet behind the ears with this kind of thing that getting stuff out there for the sake of getting stuff out there is beneficial i guess at the start it is because you're getting the voice out there yeah. you're shouting your name as loud yeah. as you can yeah but i think as you're seeing in this as the business develops that approach is a difficult one to maintain yeah and, and also actually monitoring what we're doing yeah how is it working how effective is it is it the right place is it the right you know so that's it uh, we're no by no means there but we're learning and you know yeah and like i said using professionals to support that yeah. will make a difference hopefully yeah. hopefully so <laughs> it, it already is to a degree even Good. just the psychology and making what about that what mm -hmm. about this mm -hmm. oh you know it's great you're doing say the content but what are you doing with it it's um i think language is a really really important aspect and it's one word can be the difference between something capturing someone's attention yep or turn them off completely yeah um and it's really interesting so when you have that experience and you are working with these professionals hopefully it's these things that they can spot that just sort of fill that gap a little bit and i think language is something that's often forgotten about um have you done much in the way of sort of like uh, developing your brand guidelines your mission vision tone of voice yes i'm gonna say tentatively um yep. so we we have quite a few of those documents the brand guidelines uh we've got some of okay. so you know our colors yeah fonts um but like i said i think because as we're kind of growing up Mm -hmm. we're probably still on a journey to, to develop and, sure. and tweak um but yeah it's probably not quite there but yeah. you know we're about to launch our new website hopefully cool. in the next month ish okay um we're doing a new brochure yeah um we're doing newsletters we're doing a lot of stuff now yeah to to kind of show where we're at now at rather than the april 20 new business thing yeah you know yeah I think if you can nail down that tone of voice and those values, especially as you're, like you say, you're doing all these, the new brochure, the new mm. website, and all this sort of, the, the bigger pieces of marketing collateral, I guess, are starting yeah. to appear. Yeah. Um, having that tone of voice nailed down, having a bit of a, a look into and identifying what language it is you want to use will just help inform how you go about that content. Because I think there's nothing worse than that blank white page. Yeah. When you're trying to come up with something. Yeah, yeah. And if you have got those starting points with, okay, what do we believe in? 
what sort of, you know, what's our personality? If you have that yeah. front and center, that's going to help you create great content that actually reflects what your business is about. Yeah. And that's again, why we're really keen to do as much as we can in terms of content, even if yeah. it is repurposed or, or just whatever. It, yeah. Yeah. You know, it kind of comes from us at the core. Yeah. Um, partly because of our industry, mm -hmm. because we're regulated. So sure. a lot of the bigger firms, they have marketing teams that, you know, control the narrative. Uh -huh. We're a bit like, it's us. Mm -hmm. um, and we can do that, but equally we have to be really careful. Okay. So there's a, there's a line, you know, where you gotta be super careful. So how heavy, I guess, is the regulation on very. how you market yourselves? So I said very then, but quick, too quickly, <laughs> because, because we do most of the content, we control it. I guess it's about knowing where the line is about okay. what you can say, but it is highly regulated from a, if we do go over that line, yeah. then we'll get chopped down and you yeah, know yeah it, it's pretty serious okay um but equally it's as long as it's vague enough mm -hmm. in sense of you're not selling you're not recommending mm -hmm. you know you're not quoting it's more about education that's what okay. we're trying to do yep, yep. inform and educate and that's not the right thing for you it's mm -hmm. saying these things are out there is that mm -hmm. sort of approach yeah yeah um, rather than being too specific so as long as we stay on that side mm -hmm. then we're generally fine okay i mean it's interesting because i think there will probably be, be very few listeners to this episode that actually have to regulate their content in yeah. that much detail. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have trade standards, the authority behind advertising rules and, and best practice to bear in mind with terms like you know, false claims, false advertising and that yeah. kind of thing. But I guess from your point, mm. it's, a, it's a little bit heavier than that. Yeah. And there's also, there's a lot of people out there that are unfortunately not regulated that are trying to say stuff to get business okay. and they're going across that line, uh, yeah. which also has an effect on us because then we kind of get ta potentially tarnished a bit. Oh, so we okay. just stay on our side, do yeah. our own, you know, we yeah. know what we can say, what we can't. Yeah. They want to do that then crack on. But you're right. I think we're in a, a zone that's perhaps a level above. So um, I guess in terms of um, the platforms you use for marketing and, and things, what do you sort of utilize most? Is it, so you write your, your blogs, yep. um, do you do email campaigns, social media, any sort of video advertising? Uh, so a bit of the above, all of the above. So um, LinkedIn is probably our main source and that's okay. primarily because of me. Mm -hmm. I'm the most prolific poster in our yeah. team. I did go on your LinkedIn earlier. I was quite impressed with how many connections you had. Yeah, Made my 150 it. look absolutely measly. It's grown <laughs> though because you know, before I was corporate life, I basically connected with people I worked with. Yeah. I didn't, and or maybe jobs, that sort of stuff. Okay. Whereas now it's more of a uh, marketing tool yeah. Um, yeah. or educational tool. Um, but LinkedIn's the, the main one we use. We do have a Facebook presence, but I'm wary that that tends to be friends. And yeah. that, uh, we have tried a bit mm -hmm. uh, on that, but LinkedIn has really worked. Okay. So again, it's a case of it's working, carry it on. Is that just organic mm -hmm. content? You'll post something, yep. share it to your network. Do you do anything? Have you ever done like LinkedIn campaigns in terms of like paid ads? We did for our recruiting. Okay. But not for, we've not posted to pay to sort to market yeah. in that sense. How did you find it for the recruiting side? Was, uh, it, was it fruitful? It, yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think our two recruits that we did bring in came that way. Oh, okay. So it ultimately worked. Yeah. I think they did anyway. Yeah. So it was, it was, yeah, it was fine. It was useful. It did get a lot of, a lot. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't, 
uh, overpowering because we're still quite new and it's sure. not like it's i don't know a plc recruiting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so linkedin's really powerful it's worked we've generated a lot of business from it yeah. hence we want to continue that facebook is out there because in our view we're thinking well target market is perhaps older typically sure. people yeah, yeah. they might be on there looking at grandchildren and that sort of stuff yeah but equally we've not focused on it yeah. partly because we've just not and linkedin's worked um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, website is being redone, as I said. The blogs we now do email campaigns. Yeah, but this is a bit about said about growing up and using professionals. So like, yeah, you're doing all this stuff. It's amazing. What are you doing with it? Well, <laughs> like Neil posts it like once a week type thing. Yeah, so yeah. it's trying to repurpose. We do webinars, quarterly webinars, oh, okay, which yeah. we've done since we started as well. Yeah, record them, Brilliant. try and get them out there. Um, so so there's like a lead gen sort of like sign up, watch this webinar, or do you just make those accessible to all? All. So, but it has generated business. Um, so we get a mixture of clients on there or viewing as well as prospects, as well as randoms. Okay. Uh, and trying to change the format as well to not be the same. Yeah. Um, so we're doing a bit more of Q and A ones, um, or whatever, just trying to keep them. So it's not just, oh, it's that again. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah. But again, it's thinking of what we could do. And we're not marketers. Yeah. But it's, it's a just... difficult part. It's being creative, I guess, yeah. in that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we are trying to use what we generate, yeah. get it out there. But I guess we're also mindful that our, our audience on, say, Instagram mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't know, possibly. But yeah. what we're going to put out there, don't know. That's the thing is, it's it's understanding what content is most applicable to which platform. Yeah. And I I think a lot of companies have this sort of view that, okay, let's just, whatever we put on Instagram, let's put that on Facebook. It's dead easy. But they can be completely different audiences. Mm. Um, And what works on Instagram might not work for your audiences on Facebook. Yeah. Um, And I guess it's identifying, like you said, which audience and how much of your clientele is going to be in that audience yeah um and and defining that in a way that okay do we need to spend x amount of hours doing facebook is that going to be beneficial are there enough people on facebook for who we want to work with yeah um and that kind of thing i I guess without testing it it's all good having a hypothesis yes yeah and that's why i was keen that we tried facebook and we Mm -hmm. have it's very it's just tentative we just haven't done enough i think the consistency point you know i like i said i'm on linkedin every day every all week yeah and i post two three four times a week and i do generally try and keep that up yeah and, I, and it's worked um but we haven't done that on say facebook sure and um, we did try twitter at the beginning but then thought actually that means we've got to do a lot of tweeting definitely and i'm yeah. not a twitter person so yeah. i'm not even there so you know we've thought about others we just haven't okay. really gone there tiktok is an interesting one very interesting i'm not on it mm-hmm. i've no obviously no of it um but you know, we're a we're members of what's called next gen planners so it's kind okay. of next generation of financial planners yeah so it's typically younger people typically okay. um trying to think about what's the future look like and they had a guy a guest on the podcast in fact right uh he was he's on tiktok and he's got i don't know how many viewers and stuff but he's he's on there and he's he's like actually once you get into the rhythm yeah he's got quite a lot i mean i don't know how it's converted mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. as a interesting potential platform yeah it's definitely up there yeah but again, because of at the moment, a lot of the marketing, if I can call it that, has come from me. Yeah. Like, well, have I got time? Mm, don't know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's on the agenda, yeah. on the radar. It would be interesting to see what sort of approach you take with TikTok. Because there's two kind of businesses in my head that I see. Okay. Or the two ways in which they use it. And they either go down route one, which is where they try too hard 
Yeah. They try and put something on TikTok that isn't necessarily TikTok friendly, or they try to hide the fact that it's marketing. And they try to be, and I hate using this phrase because it makes me sound really old, but down with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it just ends up being really disingenuous, really awkward, yeah. and people flip past it. Or you just own the fact that you're not a TikTok, TikTok guru. You do your thing. You do it with, you know, in a genuine manner. You yeah. could be humorous yourself. I mean, from what I've gathered from you today, you've got quite a big personality. And just using that and yeah. owning it and saying, I'm not a TikToker. This is what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that genuine approach, you know, gen tends to work quite well. But equally, I think my reticence about it as well is though, because I don't use it. Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about the platform. Well, I don't know who's really on it. That could be used to your advantage Indeed. as well. Indeed. Yeah. But it's just the, you know, if I'm doing a LinkedIn post every other day, yeah. I'm doing other stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. It's, a, it's um, a, a lot of time that you need to invest into yeah. TikTok. Um, I guess initially, you need a lot of time for it just to see what happens, mm -hmm. uh, especially looking at the data and how that works. But I think seeing it as a fun way of getting your brand out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm definitely for the let's try things. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. but give them some time. Yes. You can't just, it's not worked. All right. Exactly. You know, yeah. That's not the way, but yeah. um, it's just, it's starting. Yeah. But. And I think like it's the word consistency. We always come back to it. Yeah. We've spoken to so many clients over the last few months where it's like, oh, we, we tried to email newsletters for, for a month or two. Didn't get much from it, so we stopped. Well, it requires seven <laughs> touch points on average for okay. someone to remember who you are. Yeah. And I'm not going, I'm also not suggesting, right, go away and shout at everyone you yeah, see seven yeah. times. Yeah. But being consistent, mm -hmm. like you say, and, and having that time to test, reflect, and plan. Yeah. It's just a big part of it that I think people overlook a hell of a lot. And this is, again, this is why LinkedIn, I am trying to be. It's yeah. not, I'm not like, oh, it's nine o'clock. I've got to post. It's, yeah. oh, this has happened. I'll post. Yes. Um, yeah. The blogs we we are doing and we've got tasks to do. Yeah. Um, the webinars, likewise. So we're trying to make sure they happen. Um, whoever reads and how much is, is reviewed, yeah. but it's just keeping them going because yeah. these things are working. It, Even yeah, if yeah. it's, I don't know, what, what, how many clients a year might come from that thing. Mm -hmm. If it's generating that, then we should keep it going. Yeah, definitely. Do you ever sort of look back at the posts that you've put in the past and say, okay, that when I wrote about this topic or when I wrote in that way or use this kind of graphic worked better, I'm going to do more of that? Or is it just a case of like you say, I've got something to say today. I'm going to shout about it. Uh, I did do the, la the former, sorry. I did use the look and I did go, oh, that one's flown yeah um but actually now i just post yeah um, some i still look and go oh that's done very well but i don't really monitor it okay it's more of just i'm doing it um because i'm getting feedback from people going oh neil i've seen you post quite a lot i've seen this i've seen that i liked it mm -hmm. so i kind of think well and i'm not having to think too hard back yeah. to the time point yeah, like yeah. Yep. this happened today i'll post because yeah. i think if someone's asked me about it, someone else probably wants to know. That's exactly. the basic mantra. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess like we keep saying it, if it's if it's working, yeah, you know, keep it going. I guess. Yeah. Um, and it supports you know. the team because I tag them in. Yeah. They might yeah. comment, and it goes to them. You know. Yeah, and I suppose that then sparks ideas for them. They might yeah. have something to write on the back of that. Yeah, they um, do post. Yeah. They do, but <laughs> just not just quite not as much as I maybe like. But equally, back to who's going to see it, who's their audience, mm -hmm. it's different. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to second guess algorithms or anything like that. Hence, no, it's just, just, you know. It's muddy post. waters when you go into algorithms. <laughs> I don't even want to try. So it's like, well, just post what I think. Yeah, yeah. You know. The thing is, is at the end of the day, you can worry about the algorithm 
for as long as you want. But if you're putting content out there that people are engaging with, mm. people are finding valuable, then don't worry. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing and keep developing yeah. it. Um, and it, I think that's just the most natural way. Exactly. It's not you know? selling. It's just exactly. saying, here's yeah. some information, yeah, sure. here's something. Yeah. I mean, people have come so savvy, haven't they, with, with who they buy from, why yeah. they buy from them. And when it's sales all the time, even as a marketer now, I'll see certain marketing mm -hmm. and I just switch off straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, when you are being genuine, when you are providing something to someone from a good place, yeah. it makes a lot of difference. And I, you know, we're all scholars. So yeah. I yeah. want to put things out there that people might think I might just glance. Okay, I'll read that or yeah, yeah. scroll away. But, yeah. you know, it's not the same spiel. It's not the same stuff. Exactly. Uh, it might be related. Yeah. But that's the nature of the beast. It's not um, we want to work with you because we're exceptionally passionate about the service we deliver. No. It's, it's this is what happened in my day today. Yeah, yeah this is what I've talked about. This yeah. is what someone's asked me about. This is something that might be interesting for you. Yeah. Or not. Yeah, that, yeah that's know. it, isn't it? That's it. I mean, you're going to find those posts that just, for one, for whatever reason, whatever LinkedIn has agreed to do that day or decided yeah. to do, yeah. um, do really, really well. One, one of the best that sticks in my mind still is I was a gamer as a kid. Oh, okay. And I still am, I guess, underneath, but I Doom. And if, if Doom yeah, I used to play Doom when I was younger. Brilliant game yeah. back in the day. And I put a post up about it. I think there was something in the news that day, right. I think, about gaming or whatever. And I put that, and it went, I wouldn't say viral, but it went, <laughs> for relatively speaking, it did. And I was yeah. like, it must have touched the right piece, either, like you said, the <laughs> algorithm or yeah. just people from my maybe generation yeah. going oh, i remember you know yeah it's, it's amazing strange, isn't it the amazing. way it works i've done a couple of posts where i thought that's i've not put a lot of thought into that i'm just getting it out there because i need to either brain dump something or i've yeah. had a little bit of a spark it's not going to do so well and then i'll get sort of comments shares and i'll be like what How, i put yeah. like three hours into my other post <laughs> and it got like three and a half likes yeah this it's... is why i've stopped in a way because i think i'm just gonna do it yeah yeah. If I try and measure and maybe look back, I might go, oh, that didn't do right now. I think I have a rule yeah. for myself now. That if, if I spend more than five minutes starting a post, okay, yeah. I'm not going to do it. I have to go to that post with an idea and something to say. I think yeah. quite yeah. similar to yourself. Yeah, right? yeah. Because if not, it just becomes waffle. <laughs> yeah. You know? and, and, and I want to keep doing it. I don't want to be in a place where I'm having to plan and yeah, think too much. Yeah, exactly. And it's become, I think social media has become so structured and strict and rigid. Yeah. That, yeah, breaking out that mold a little bit and just being a little bit more flexible and enjoying the platform. Like social yeah. media to me is still supposed to be enjoyed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I want to learn from it. It should be educational. I also want to laugh. Yeah. I also want to find new things. And I think it still needs to be that fun environment. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, you know from our industry, if people see some of my posts, generally speaking, versus mm -hmm. perhaps my peers, if they're on there, mm -hmm. they might go, actually, that's kind of normal stuff yeah. rather than uh, maybe stereotypical. Again, back to the accountant almost. Yeah, I'm yeah. expecting to see certain things from accountants yeah. or financial planners. Yeah. Oh, this isn't quite that good or bad. Um, I like that one. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's where you divide those audiences, I guess. Mm. And like we said earlier, it's one of those things, isn't it, that people that don't like it, you're probably not going to work with them anyway. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jog on. Yeah, yeah. Like absolutely. Fine. Absolutely. What? So do you have any like particular brands that you really like in terms of like how they brand themselves, how they market, how they talk? Oh, um, I don't know. I guess one that sticks on my mind, generally speaking, is Apple. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That consistently, the level of products, in my opinion, yeah. is high. I'm a recent Apple. I've gone back to Apple. 
after many years away. We're going to be good friends. Um, <laughs> but I just like, I, I guess I've fallen back in love perhaps, but yeah. you know, the consistency of the brand, Ing, the brand, the quality of the product. Mm-hmm. So I look to them um, and they're up there, but they're massive corporate clearly as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a bit different, but just, I like what they put out. Generally. Yeah. I've not got all their stuff. I'm not in bed with them, but mm-hmm. equally mm-hmm. I like them as a general point yeah um, i think they're possibly one of the best examples of selling a solution as yeah. opposed to a benefit so that they they do provide obviously with technical specs and all that sort of jargon if yeah. you're interested in that but their language when they're presenting you with a product is this will make you be able to do this it's yeah. very simple it's yeah and it's and it's again it's the and it's not price i mean there is price but yeah it's more about what they're going to get how it's exactly. going to enhance my life or make things easier yeah that sort of stuff and i really like that and they're not fluffy. They don't, I mean, they do sell, but yeah, I like them as a as a mega brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still, really powerful, and they seem to be Absolutely. sticking to that. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to, I don't know, maybe downvaluing their brand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Uh, everything they do has a meaning as well. Mm. Even down to, I'm not sure if you saw the launch of the iPhone 14 Pro uh, last year, like earlier last year. Mm. Um, and they've basically taken the notch at the top of the screen. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And they've turned that into a cutout, similar to what's been on Android phones in the past. But they've called it the Dynamic yes, Island. I did, yeah. Which is a phenomenal piece of marketing <laughs> jargon. It's completely unnecessary, but it adds this value. And you look, I mean, I, I'm just as bad. I bought that pro okay. at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah. And it was predominantly... The dynamic island that sold it, which is ridiculous because I barely use it like in the real world. But having that sort of name and a story behind mm. it, it just assigns this value to it. I think whenever Apple is late to the party, which they usually are with yeah. their yeah. ideas, yeah. there's a reason for that because they do it in their own way and they make sure it's functional yeah. and adds something different. So people have had those cutouts in the screen for yeah. years and years. But the dynamic island, I hate saying it, <laughs> it's, it's interactive. It, it provides something of substance. Um, yeah, I did see it. I've got yeah. a 14 normal. Yeah. Um, but I did look at the pros, but partly there's a massive weight. And I was like, I'm, I'm too impatient. Yeah, impatient. there was. Yeah. Um, plus, I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I really admire them as a general. I like them as a company. Yeah. Don't buy all their stuff. But, you know, yeah. I do like them. It's, yeah, it's the way they present themselves i guess they don't come across to me like a huge you know company yeah they do come across as quite an open human company yeah i think um, so as well know, i think the language it's, it's service-led as yeah, well. yeah, yeah the yeah. products the the staff the stores i mean yeah. love or hate whatever but they, they it prevent promotes a quality yes. service yeah and that's what people buy i mean oh, i don't know how much the pro is you're buying it anyway enough said yeah. i like them <laughs> and i like their kit yeah absolutely yeah yeah so in terms of okay let's go into podcasts then because that's what we're all about mm. what are you listening to at the minute um so i well the list is now going to grow post our chat this morning mm-hmm. but um my most consistent listen is wake up to money which is just uh, it's a 40-ish minute morning podcast from radio five mm-hmm. it's basically their show recorded from 5 a.m gosh okay. so it's okay. an early one so it's ready I a half seven quarters away every day. So it's a drive to work type, yep. catch up a little bit what's going on. Um, so that's my most regular one. Mm-hmm. Other money linked shows I also listen to. Some, it's more because I want to keep abreast and hear of what people are talking about. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's all relevant to my day job, don't know, don't mm-hmm. care. But it's just being around, surrounded by 
current affairs and money stuff sure. because that's the world I live in. Yeah. Um, but I do like to listen to other stuff um, that's perhaps a bit more self development y, mm-hmm. just trying to learn. But I've also, on just moving slightly on from podcasts, mm-hmm. audiobooks. Yep, yep. Don't like reading. Okay. But I like the idea of reading. <laughs> Hence, I started kind of Q3, 4 last year, starting to listen to audiobooks. Okay. Because I want to kind of keep developing, keep learning. Yeah. So it's kind of linked to podcasts in a way. It's, it's audible, ultimately, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. audio um but they're different but yeah. it's kind of that trying to develop i don't listen to or read fiction i'm okay. not in that zone yeah i've kind of i guess my background and brain is just a bit more logically yeah, yeah, scientific yeah. learning yeah. maths whatever um hence that. that's what i tend to listen to yeah um but yeah so i've got i've got must have a dozen podcasts and i, okay. I move around i think we've all probably have trends almost yeah, yeah, yeah of you know whether that's one you've heard about like you yeah. said this morning or it's just one I've just picked up on, or someone's, I don't know. Yeah. I move around. I get maybe yeah. a bit bored as well, some. Yeah, get that yeah definitely. Okay, here's a hard question. If you were to lose everything tomorrow, you wake up, business is gone. Okay. Colleagues have gone. You've got the clothes on your back and a thousand pounds. What would you do? <laughs> um, what would I do? I think it'd have to come back to. Uh, like I said earlier, sort of personal goals as in looking after my family. Yeah. So I'd have to do something about that. I, I mean, it sounds quite um, an unfortunate situation and I would plan <laughs> that not to happen. Well, hopefully there not. There you go. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I guess I'd have to go and do something with the kids. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends what's happening next, but mm-hmm. it would be, yeah, a final something. Okay. With, um, something yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, but equally, I think my... My life is a want to enjoy it, but I am thinking about the future. So if I have my thousand pound, I'd be like, let's go and do something, a few hundred quid fun, maybe. Yeah. And then yeah. do something to help me survive the next day, <laughs> week, or month. Okay. I like that approach. That's so good. a bit of both. Yeah. I think back to that risk point earlier. Yes. I am a risk taker, but equally I'm mindful of Absolutely. And I think that's that's sensible, isn't it? That's grounded. Yeah. I think you know? that's probably where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> what um I guess advice Oh, this is like a typical podcast question, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone asks this question, but I can't get out of asking it. What advice would you give to your younger self? Uh, that's, a, that's an interesting question because because I've changed my um, career quite a few times. Mm-hmm. I can't go back and say, do that, because actually the decisions I've made mm-hmm. have got me here. Uh, and I've made the decisions yeah. at the time for the right reasons. And I kind of, so I guess in a way it's, stick with that i the, the weird i still look back to uh geez uh sorry when i was what 13 14 mm-hmm. and they were like what do you want to do at gcse and often it's thinking about careers and yeah, all that sort yeah. of stuff and me and my mates were like what can we do together mm-hmm. designing technology we could do because either it has space mm-hmm. we ended up doing that i ended up doing it for a degree okay. ended up doing it for a job and then it moved on so even going back to early self mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. i decided to do something because I wanted that thing and it helped as in just being with my friends Yeah, has led ultimately to where I'm at. So I think the advice is make the decisions as you feel, uh, yeah, see yeah, fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and don't be afraid. So it's, yeah, you can change it. So yeah. Go keep, with the flow. Essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't be afraid to make the, I, I was at a, um, a networking thing recently at a school. Mm-hmm. They're trying to, I guess, integrate a little bit the business world with, 
um, GCSE particularly year okay. um, students. And I was like, yeah, just get, yeah, make those decisions. Don't be afraid and yeah. go with it. You can yeah. change. Yeah. yeah, especially now there's so much more out there tech enabled stuff absolutely um, yeah and that there's so many sort of resources out there in terms of mm -hmm. training if you ever you know if you get to 45 50 and you want to retrain that is yep. possible still yeah um with that much resource on the internet yeah with and external it, providers and things there's so much you can do and examples of what you could do you know people change loads of them out there yeah so anything arguably is possible yeah, so. yeah yeah i mean three years ago i was playing drums stairs <laughs> up and down the uk yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now i'm sat here recording a podcast with someone that works in wealth management yeah. which is Amazing. a huge contrast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah no i think i think going with the flow is a, a great bit of advice i think we spend i think as humans we spend so much time worrying and fearing yep. the unknown yeah that it prevents us from sometimes taking those risks that we need to take yeah um, absolutely don't get me wrong those risks still need to be calculated, yes. like we've said. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do like that sort of go with the flow. Uh, yeah. It's worked for me so far, so kind yeah. of, yeah. Questionable questions. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Okay, how'd you take your coffee? Uh, just white, medium, decent, but good coffee. Yeah, yeah. No instant. Okay. Favourite children's film? Um, the Despicable Me series. I'm not allowed a series, but Despicable yeah. Me. Yeah, cracking films. Great films. I like that. Yeah. What's the longest you've gone without a shower? <laughs> I uh, I don't know. A uh, week. Okay, that's not too bad. It's not too. That's bad. a guess. I think the worst one we've had so far is two months. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking back to sort of studenty childhood yeah, sort of yeah. times, but I don't think any of them. What's your most creative insult? Creative insult. And this is your chance to. You've got complete freedom of language. It can be you, nincompoop. You know, uh, I'll go nincompoop actually because my yeah. little boy loves nincompoop. So okay. every night when we read a book, nincompoop has to be in there. <laughs> You know, you just like insert that it oh, actually fart, just fart and poop yeah, because yeah, toilet humor, isn't it? Is he's, always a he's winner. Seven and that that rings a bell. Oh, bless him. Do you have a celebrity crush? Uh, pro I mean, yes. Um, oh, who, yeah, I'm not a big gossipy celeb yeah, thing yeah. world. Um, but oh, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go with someone a bit old school and just say Jennifer Aniston oh, on okay. the basis that. Still good, still hot in my mm -hmm. opinion, um, and has been for a long time. But yeah, okay. she's Fair been enough. in some more recent-ish films, and yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, amazing. Yeah, she's um, she does not look her age. I know she's yeah. probably had work done. Yeah, yeah. But, but not she... gone too far. No, you know, there's some. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they can't <laughs> smile. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Lips is always that thing against me. So this is this sort of separates us in the uh, in the office quite a bit. Okay, cream tea. What goes on first, jam or the clotted cream? Cream. Yes, thank you. Has to be. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah. my argument with this, and not only have I seen the actress in The Crown do this, who was playing the okay. queen, okay. <laughs> the cream goes on first. But because it's thicker, it's harder to spread. So you put that on first into the bread, yep. have a good, stable foundation yeah. to spread. Yeah. Then the jam is nice and easy to go over the top. I'm, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. I think my wife is the other way around. So Ooh, that's divorce material. It's just not right. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll do one more. <laughs> it's a zombie apocalypse. Okay. You're allowed one item and one location. What are they going to be? 
Ooh, um, uh, location. It would be, I would have to go for somewhere warm, sunny, uh, stereotypical in that sense. Mm -hmm. And I'd guess somewhere like, I would say Mauritius on the basis I have a honeymoon there. Okay. And it was amazing. So that, I've got to get a bit of a back in against the divorce. Um, <laughs> and what do I take with me? Um, I think back to coffee, actually. I take a good coffee. Yeah. I like coffee. You're not going to go for a weapon, anything to defend yourself? You're no, going to go with coffee? I'm, I'm happy with Mauritius. So okay, I'm, I'm okay. down with it. I'm fine. You're just going to hope they don't find you there. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> My coffee in the sun. There you go. Not, not the obvious combination, but they're the things no, I'd no. like. It's all about being different. Yeah. I like it. Okay, so that's the end of all my questions. So I guess the only thing really left is the sales pitch, I, I suppose. So okay, who do you want to work with? Are you looking for any sort of particular people to work with at the moment? And you know, where can people find you if they want to get in touch? So I guess they can find us at wkmwealth.co.uk. I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah, uh, I am on Facebook, but LinkedIn's the place to go. Okay, you know, we work with a spectrum. So I think my youngest client is probably 33. Mm -hmm oldest that we have is 93 cool. so spectrum but you know we typically work with people who are either really building their wealth for the future or mm -hmm. they're looking to get a plan um and how to retire you know so it's a it is a spectrum but typically mm -hmm. our clients are in their 50s having been business owners or are still you know and you just want someone to work with like i said for the long term yeah it's not a high dumb it's a right we're going to be every year at least once and go through plans and things change so you know we want to work with people that have got that time horizon uh want to work with some nice people that aren't stereotypically in their 60s white haired i'm going gray <laughs> but i'm not white you know that's that's yeah. the stereotypical we're not that okay well it's been lovely chatting to you getting to know pleasure. you a little bit and learn Thank about you. your background and, and business it's been brilliant um i will pop in the show notes all your contact details if anyone does want to reach out but like you said your website linkedin's the best place to grab you Absolutely. um but like i said that'll all be in the show notes so cracking stuff thank, thank you, you very much thank you very much take care